What up guys, Cheap and Bubba here, and today I am just recovering. <laughs> Yesterday I had my gallbladder removed, and so um, I've got a few days to just sit at the house and relax and try to recover from the surgery. Uh, pretty good bit of pain yesterday, a little bit today, but um, I uh, took a step outside. I'm sitting in the sunshine, getting some vitamin D, and I, I've been reflecting a little bit today. So I thought maybe I would uh, record a um, a little a little podcast for you guys. I've been thinking about um, some first. Like uh, my first truck was like a 1986 Chevy S10. Uh, my first vehicle I ever took off roading, and the first vehicle I ever put uh, all-terrain tires on was a uh, 2001 Dodge Ram. And um, my first ever Jeep, first ever Jeep, was a two-wheel drive, two-wheel drive uh, Jeep Grand or Jeep, Jeep Cherokee XJ. Uh, it was a four doors red. It had uh, mud tires in the back and highway terrains in the front. And uh, I sunk it so deep, so deep in a farmer's field uh, that they had to use a skid steer, um, a bobcat, to get it removed. And uh, I went through a trail of, uh, went through a couple of uh, Cherokees after that, a two-door. Uh, my first four-wheel drive vehicle was a uh, uh, a two-door cheap Cherokee XJ. Uh, had it on 32s, and uh, it was a nice Jeep. It was a nice Jeep, and uh, I took it on the first uh, real off-road trail in Georgia. Before that, I would just, you know, ride at buddies' houses or... Uh, go out and do some mud and that kind of stuff but the first like off-road trail was uh, Trey Mountain um, in North Georgia and I, I took that there and uh, I got it stuck in the first 30 minutes and was stuck for four hours and um, yeah but I was thinking um, the next two things that were probably the most monumental as far as first go was um, my first Wrangler was a YJ um, and it had 33s on it. It was a four-cylinder. Uh, it was a manual, and um, I put 35s on it. It had factory 410 gearing, uh, no lockers, and took it up Bell Mountain in North Georgia before it was paved. And it was really, really, really difficult. Um, but the Jeep did it, and it was fantastic. And I really, really liked that Jeep. Um, it really got me hooked to Wranglers. Uh, I always was a big Cherokee guy. I'd had a lot of Cherokees, and I've owned Cherokees since. But I've realized, um, and I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but that the Wrangler is such a better platform than the Cherokee. Not in every sense, because you can fit more in a Cherokee. Cherokees are lighter. But if you were to just take a Cherokee with 33s and then a Wrangler with 33s, uh, similar sort of suspensions, the Wrangler is going to outperform all day. It's nimble even though it shouldn't be. It's got the bigger fender cutouts. It, You can definitely build a Cherokee to outwield a Wrangler any day of the week, but uh, I don't know how many times I've been out in Wrangler with 31s or 32s or 33s outperforming um, all sorts of other vehicles. So um, I really am a big fan of the Wrangler, especially two doors. Um, I have had a two door JK and I've uh, never owned a four door other than a Cherokee. And uh, and now I have my LJ, which is my first LJ. Um, but the last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, my first big off-road trip, my first uh, ever cross-country trip. And I went from Atlanta uh, all the way out to the Rubicon Trail in California in my uh, two-door 
uh, four-wheel drive um, Jeep JK, my Jeep Wrangler. And um, I took that out there and wheeled for four days on the Jeep Jamboree and uh, broke a few things but was able to get it off the trail, nothing too serious. And uh, the most serious thing that we had was uh, uh, broke steering stabilizer, uh, ended up blowing some shocks, but they but they were survivable. I mean, they were uh, we were able to um, uh, ride home on them at least is what I mean. And then uh, we dropped the rear diff pan or the rear drift diff cover and uh, pretty hard on some rocks, causing it to leak. So we just on the trail had to reseal it, but. Um, uh, really were able to, to get it off the trail and drive it all the way back home to Georgia, which was a phenomenal trip and it really changed uh, how I looked at, um, at, at off-roading in general. And each one of these things that I mentioned, my first, my first truck gave me a sense of independence. Um, the first thing with all trains, I felt like I could go anywhere. My first Jeep, I felt like I could go anywhere. I got a Wrangler, I really, really, really felt like I could go anywhere. Um, when I went cross country and I did the Rubicon, I really felt like a real rock crawl and a real off-roader. And um, since then, doing overlanding and changing vehicles and changing jobs and moving around the country and, and, and going to so many different events and shows, I've kind of got a sense and a grasp for you know, who I am in, in the industry or in the world of off-roading and where it's evolving to and how I want to be a part of it. And I feel like if you can get that from anything, you know, I grew up uh, in the age uh, in the 90s where kind of extreme sports were coming out like uh, skateboarding and uh, BMX and stuff like that. And I wanted to be a part of that so bad, like dirt biking. Just don't have the body type. I'm a big, big, heavy guy. But when I hop in a Jeep, like this past weekend we went to Beasley Knob, I can just pick the line. I can just get out of certain situations. I can, I can read it, and I just feel naturally connected with the trail. Not to brag about myself. I just feel that way when I'm in it. And when I go with my friends, a lot of times they're like, you know, um, we can't believe you did that, or you're crazy, or you're not afraid to do that. How is it? It just becomes an instinctual thing, and you, you grow this connection with a vehicle. And uh, if you're a car guy, you realize that every car, every vehicle, has a personality, a persona. It's almost... Um, a humification to the vehicle itself and I feel that way and I, I've never felt really as connected to anything as I do Jeeps and I'm starting to get that connection with my LJ I really had that connection with uh, my Cherokee that my last Cherokee my 01 I just feel like I knew it in and out any trail I went to but uh, same way with my JK I got that feeling I'm getting that feeling now with the LJ and I definitely have some plans to grow even bigger in the future but um, I just wanted to share kind of some of my first with you guys and I was hoping that we can take what I just said on this podcast and move it over to social media so if you have a Facebook or an Instagram just look me up at Jeep and Bubba on Instagram or Facebook and just message me uh, your first Jeep or your first off-road trail or just shoot me a picture and I'll share those on my Facebook page um as they come in and I might do a, just a collage if we get enough of them and it, I don't care if it's a year from now when the podcast come in I'll keep sharing I'll do like hashtag my first or whatever and um, so just shoot me those pictures over to uh, Jeep and Bubba on Instagram or Facebook and uh, I'll be sure to uh, to post those up and uh, I'll go make sure I follow you guys on social as well um, I'm actually got a little bit of time so I already know that tomorrow I'll be recording another podcast and I'm going to do it on the state of the off-road and Jeep 
industry slash community. So um, kind of a, a news briefing on where I see that we're at right now and where I see us going in the future. So that'll be the next podcast. It'll be coming up tomorrow. Hope you guys have enjoyed the podcast. I've got some downtime, like I said. So I'm going to try to record a podcast probably in the next four days in a row. Um, maybe even a little bit more next week. Always going to try to do at least one a week. But uh, we should see a lot coming in the next few days. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. And I really hope you guys have an off-road adventure in your future. Hope you have a great, great day. And uh, we'll be seeing you.